All right. All right, how are you getting on? Are you well? Are you getting on? Are you getting on? Have you been getting on? Um, I was saying to Terry there, I think that if we hadn't had the baby during uh, the lockdown time, um, I would have had a lot. I would have fucking I had some. I had some. I've had some low moments, and I've had some serious hangovers. But I would have had this boy has kept me from really touching the dark. I would have honestly. I would have hurt myself so bad <laughs> out of boredom, out of sheer boredom. I would have, oh my God, just thinking of things. I already went out into the woods and drank 20 cans and that doesn't come close to the sort of damage that I would be willing to look. And I've not been looking after. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so I think, you know, got to be grateful for that. You know, the boy. Um, and it's not even he's all like, here, don't be doing that. You know, it's not like he's saying it. It's just like, I can't, I can't, I can't. I don't. I don't get to, which is an amazing thing to be. There's some a big realization I had since becoming a, a father is that there's no dad switch. Unfortunately, I kind of thought it was like, oh, like all that shit that you kind of think that you have to get done, like oh, I'm sure I'll have this shit sorted out before I go to college. I'm sure I'll have this shit sorted out before I move into a flat. I'm sure I'll know how to do that before you know I get married. I'm sure I blah blah blah. You, all this stuff you just keep thinking is going to happen, right? And then I was thinking, right, the last thing. The man thing is, or the grown-up thing, is that you have a child. And then when you have a child, that's when the switch happens. And all of a sudden, it's just like, you can see the matrix. You can see how things work. You start appreciating a light breeze. You start understanding how to uh, refuse a plug, you know? All the skills and the appreciation just comes overwhelming. And you know, you know responsibility and you know willpower. And you're able to control all your bad habits and your eating and everyone goes along with that. And you all of a sudden you just become this kind of like leader in in uh, whatever. <laughs> you become like a leader. You become like a kind of person. Someone people want to follow your lead. A leader, you know. Um, but then what happens is you have a child and you're still. And I mean this with the greatest respect, given that it was Mental Health Day, Awareness Day, or whatever, over the weekend. I mean this with the greatest respect, you're still a piece of shit. And I don't mean that with the greatest respect to you, but you're still the piece of shit that you were before you went to the hospital. And you come home with a piece of shit, but now it's like, now, it's like the guilt is, the in, you get the inside of your brain, and then you got the outside eyes of a child <laughs> coming at you from two, from two pincer attacks. To really, really ramp a home. So if I were to genuinely do do a six do a six in the morning, do a do a chat and shite till six in the morning and walking home and hearing the birds, then I don't know if I'd ever come back. <laughs> I don't know if I'd ever be able to come back. Let me tell you something. I know, right? <laughs> I know that there are people I know. I know that there are people I know. You know this as well. There are people that I know. Who I think, who and, and and I love the fact that a lot of my my friends are not going to become uh, parents. And I know this need to be all about the fucking parent. Uh, Gary, get out! I'm just talking, right? Just let me finish my fucking sentence, right? This is, everyone knows this is not the parenting podcast. I don't even need to put that fucking disclaimer in there now, right? I'm going to be talking about Halloween loads in this pod. That's what we're talking about, Halloween, <laughs> right? So come here to me. So what was the saying? I know there's a lot of my friends who are not going to become parents. And I and I love that. And I love the fact that I, you know, given that I have a lot of friends I've had since I was like eight, 
you know, um, and a lot of friends I've had since I was from in school. And I know some of them are not going to become parents, and I and I think that's great because I'm going to, they're going to be friends for life anyway, and I get to kind of dip in on the lifestyle of people who don't have kids, right? You know, the lifestyle I used to have. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, but I also know, right? And I'm sorry, sorry. That the point is they're not going to have kids, but I know that they would be exceptional parents, exceptional fathers, exceptional mothers. If they chose to do that, I know they won't. But if they did, I know they'd do a great job and they'd actually probably get a lot from it. Either way, I'm not here to tell anyone to do, you know, whatever floats your boat. But there are people I know who actually want to become fathers, (laughs) who I know having this kid will fucking kill them. It's going to kill them. I know them personally. I know them intimately, right? And I know for a fact they shouldn't. (laughs) I know for a fact that they shouldn't because it will kill them when they do. Um... But I, you, know what, you can't be like, hey, I know you had, like, you can't be like, hey, man, it's just not for you. Do you know what I mean? It's going to kill them. Like, honestly, they're not going to be able to handle it. You know, I'm not saying that I can handle it, but given their lifestyle, I know that they would much prioritize in their long-term happiness not having a child than having a child. I know now, being on the other side, that, you know, it was it's the life for me, you know. I had to take it on a very strong recommendation from my, wow, well, I didn't get into that. I don't, you know, you need to know that about me. I wanted it. I have it. It took, you know, I'm still a big child. I'm still a big petulant child. The dad switch is not a switch. It's a dimmer that you have to manually charge with a fucking pump (laughs) or whatever. Do you know what I mean? It's not something that you can just switch. But I know for a fact there are people. There's people, people, you might be listening to this now thinking, I really want to become a mother. I really want to become a father, right? And and it could be the worst thing that ever happened to you. It could for you. (laughs) Oh... Just, I think it's, I think it's just, what do you say? Hey, man, just let you know, um, I am a parent, as you know. Uh, I don't think you're going to like this. <laughs> I don't, I love it. I like it. I want the, I like it now. I'm looking forward to the lifestyle that, that comes involved with that. You know, I'm looking forward to holidays. I'm looking forward to trips. I'm looking forward to having a big uh, family around my table. I'm, I'm looking forward to celebrating birthdays. I'm looking to introduce new uh, traditions like Samhain and the Celtic Irish calendar into our into our into our year. And I'm excited about making Christmas the thing where we sit around and play the guitar. Maybe we get Chinese. I'm excited about introducing traditions that I think will make them happy and make me happy. And I'm excited about having someone to pick me up from the pub when I'm sixty. You know, who I know, <laughs> not taxi man. You know, it'll be self-driving cars by then, but you know what I mean. So, <laughs> yeah, but I know for you, I'm sorry, sorry, I forgot I was talking to you, but I know for you, even though you want that, you will not like, you don't want this. It's not going to work for you. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm not, I think all of all of my friends and a lot of people that I know would make exceptional parents, even those who do plan to do it. Some of them, though, I know are going to fucking hate. They are, oh my God, they're going to hate us so bad. They're not going to be able to give up. They are going to give up, they are, they are going to give up their, their independence that they value so much. They're going to give that up like a fucking, like the last fucking loaf of bread in a starving colony. <laughs> I'm just saying, uh, they like like a fucking like a rice farmer with bandits coming in, and he's just like, no, I cannot let this rice go. Like I'm just honestly, and you could be one of them. You are probably you could be one, but you know, 
I'm telling you, it's fucking lemmings. Lemmings off a cliff. And I'm not going to tell them that because I need them on. I need them here at the bottom of this cliff with me. I need them here with me. <laughs> anyway, anyway, look, we're not talking about that today. We're not talking about that today. We're talking about I love my son. I love my wife. I love my life. I wouldn't change it. I wouldn't change it. And I'm not I don't even have to say that disingenuinely. But oh, my God. Oh, my God. Some days. <laughs> now, listen, come here to me. I am going to be talking about Halloween. This is Halloween. This is Halloween. Have a happy Halloween. Halloween. And um, I'm going to be talking about costumes for whatever reason, because I didn't talk about it last Friday and I'm talking about it now. So there you have it. Anyway, look, I'm shiting on and I can't. I'm telling you, I cannot edit this one. I there. Honestly, I cannot. I'm simply do not have the time. That was. I'm here live in the Headstuff uh, podcast studio, the podcast studios, and um, my normal studio uh, was booked. So I'm down here in a different room. Uh, it's got lovely, lovely curtains in it. But anyway, look, we're not, don't worry about that. Worry about that. What I will say is this: Welcome to the Tony Cantwell Shit Show. Ah, oh, lovely stuff there. Lovely bloody stuff. Lovely tune there, the theme song. <laughs> anyway, how are you doing? Are you good? Are you well? I'm having a coffee here. Or, or is bloody, or is that bloody Tommy Pickles in the fucking playhouse would call it? Uh, coffee-fee. <laughs> Remember that? Ah, Trump spells coffee wrong. Ah, coffee-fee. Ah, people... So desperate. It's like people really just so de I need you to hear this, you know? But he's not he's not gonna fucking read it. He's not gonna read it. It's like you saying, Hey guy on the dart this morning. I love those. That's great. Hey guy on the dart this morning. Did you see the sign about your feet and seats? Well then why were your feet on the seat, you clown? If you did, um read it. <laughs> Hey, guy, chewing loudly at the back of the bus. If I wanted to, you know. He's not going to. Maybe he will. Maybe he will. Ireland's a small place. I found out during my Eurovision podcast that I can't slag anyone in the fucking Eurovision because, uh, you know, they found out about. So, not that anyone personally, but I was careful to not really slag anything uh, in the Eurovision. You know, next year, I'm going to do the, all of the, all of the countries. All of the winners for the best winner. That's coming next year. Because um, I'm fucking out of I'm out of juice. I'm out of ideas. Um, but anyway, I'm just having a bit of coffee. Hey, Trump, have you ever heard the fucking Grammarly, man? Oh my god, this is a guy who's got his, he's got his, he's got the the keys to the bloody uh, bombs, and he can't spell coffee right. You know. He's got one hand on his bollocks and the other one is having a coffee fee. Whatever. But anyway, how are you? Are you okay? Are you looking forward to your Halloween? Halloween. What's a good, what does a good Halloween even look like? I tell you, it's a gaff party. It's a gaff party. But all you fucking cowards never having it. And I'm saying you should have one now. But every year it's like, is anyone going to have a gaff party? Is anyone going to have a gaff party? Is anyone going to have a gaff party? No, right, fuck, that's Halloween. Fuck then, because you're a bunch of cowards not having a gaff party. 
talking at my friends directly here. I'm not because I'm not having you over to my gaff. You'll fucking wreck the place. You wreck the place anyway if it's a gaff party. You will wreck the place even more if you're in costume. It's just the way it works. No, I didn't wreck your toilet. It was Mario. Woohoo! That wrecked your toilet. <laughs> I didn't. I might be a plumber, but I cannot fix this. <laughs> Wah! Woohoo! Um, I've been blocking a couple of toilets recently. Um, to, in, to, you know, which is good. It means that my stool is, you know, fine. It's denser than it was. I don't need to fucking, you know, hear this, but, you know, I've had to, I've had to use the toilet brush a few times. You know, times you have to use a toilet brush used to be, used to be once every 10 years. I found myself in the last couple of weeks having to use a toilet brush maybe four times in the last couple of weeks. I think I've, what am I having? That's, I think I've had more gluten. I don't need to go into it, but fucking toilet brush, man. It's shit outside the toilet, the shit beside the toilet, you know? There's shit in a very complicated space in the bristles, you know? And obviously you try, you do it, you clean it, then you flush, and then you twist and twist, and then you flush again, you kind of shake it all out. What a fucking laborious thing is using a toilet brush, and you have to lift it up out of the toilet, it's still dripping, dripping shitty water, and you have to wait and then catch it when it's not. And then you know that water, that, but the water's, not, the water's not gone. The water's now going into the bottom of the toilet brush with shit. I don't have a bit on it. <laughs> as you can tell. As you can tell. Um, tell you probably needs to use a toilet brush if bloody died. That Donald Trump clown. <laughs> a man. You want a good, uh, you want a good uh, Halloween costume. Uh, dresses a bloody orange uh, morph suit. Put the bloody uh, Dalmonte sticker on your face. Say, hey, what are you, an orange? No, I'm the bloody Tommy Pickles in the fucking playhouse, Donald Trump. That's <laughs> what I am. Uh, ooh, not great, not great part there. You know, you lean in, you think it's going to go somewhere. Anyway. Um, so, yeah, the, what, that, that, that's, the only, that's the only good Halloween. Someone having a gaff party. Everyone else is shy, right? Oh, we're going to go into fucking thing. This way to be, okay, you've lost me. You've lost me. That sounds shy, you know? People like in your co- in your costume, seeing everyone. I don't know. Do you know, I'm going down a cynical route here. People want to have fun. People go out in a costume. I am one of them. Why was I about about to say? You see people being like, "Oh, look at me, bloody Bora," you know. But you get to be Bora. Borat's funny. Borat was not not funny. The mankini's funny. You want to recreate the mankini? Fine. I don't know what mood I'm in. I don't know what mood. I'm in a silly mood. I came in here really happy. <laughs> and then I fucking start chatting to you. And I'm really, really, you've really bummed me out. Uh, but I've come up with a couple of costumes for you this Halloween. Because what are you going to be doing? What, do you want, what are we all going to be doing? To be honest, I think this Halloween should be, right? It should be having a few mates over to Gaff. If it's all illegal, it's all legal, right? If it's all legal. Having a couple of mates over to Gaff. Getting your mate who has a projector or getting a projector, right? Putting on the big on the big screen, putting a big scary film up there. Being scared, getting scared with your friends. Then putting a fake fireplace up on YouTube, sitting around eating candy, sweets as they're known here, um, and chatting shite about scary stories. I can tell you some fucking scary stories. I can tell you some really scary shit. Scary shit happened to me. I'll say that for a future episode. I need to gonna milk as much of this Halloween par. As I possibly can. So um, this week I'm uh, talking about costumes. Next week I'll tell you about the spookiest shit that's ever happened to me IRL. That means in real life. Um, 
I don't get to watch scary films because my wife doesn't like scary film. I think she does. I think she appreciates them. But she just she's basically very sensitive to any emotion that the director tried to get across. Right. If it's she laughs at things you're supposed to laugh at. Sometimes you just I can hear and there's like some sort of ukulele music playing and she's pissing her eyes crying. And I know she's probably looking at a dog getting washed or something like that. Right. And laughing her ass off. Um, but similarly, when it comes to getting scared with something, um, she gets terrified. We were we were watching the BFG, you know, the B, the the animated BF, the Steven Spielberg BFG, and she was fucking watching it with her hands in front of her face, peering between her fingers at the scary giant in it. The film's rated fucking U or G, whatever, whatever, whatever. The one that allows babies to watch it was the one that we it was, and Terry was there. So I, so me trying to watch the fucking Babadook, having a hope. I even tried to sell her on the idea of the feminist message behind the witch, you know, uh, but she still wasn't. She still wasn't game for. It. Maybe she, maybe she might watch Midsummer, but I've already seen Midsummer. I want to see something scary, really scary. I want to fucking, you know, but not. I'm not into body horror. Maybe Scream. I'll 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 bring her back on form with Scream because Scream's just fucking great. You know, it's scary, but it's great. Um, Halloween is my favorite holiday. It always was. I've always loved dressing up. I've always loved getting scared. I've always loved sitting around fires um, and getting spooked. I like it. Me and my mates used to do it all the time. We would just purposely sometimes just go off into St. Anne's looking for the, the, the wall made of dog's heads in St. Anne's Park. Apparently there's a wall that's made of dog's heads. Apparently one of the Guinness children um, was kind of left to his own devices on the old plantation or whatever the fuck it was and built a big wall out of dogs. Dogs and cement. And it's in there. And we love going out there. Even just going into the woods. Getting spooked. Love the Blair Witch. Blair Witch is probably my favourite horror film of all time. I love it. Maybe I'll do that actually. Maybe I'll do that for a movie bake. Review. Um, anyway. I think I'll just convince Terry. Maybe I'll just lie and say that. I don't know. Fucking Jordan Peele directed uh, Hellraiser or something. <laughs> and then she'll watch it. Then she'll fucking watch it. Jordan Peele really? Yeah yeah yeah. But I want my. This is the perfect time for you to treat Halloween the way it should be treated. Don't mind going out and getting cold and getting... You can buy your own sweets. Don't mind your trick-or-treating, right? Get the sweets you want. What's your Halloween meal going to be? Is it going to be a mega box? Whatever. If you want to be the mega box, you want to be a little Chinese. You can even make your own Halloween games, right? Bobbin for chicken balls in a load of vat curry sauce, right? You could do hanging chicken balls. A bit of rope all over your house and just be eating chicken balls. I'm getting away from the idea, but Christmas films are fine, right? But there's not a lot of them that are very good, right? There's a lot of very good scary movies. You could watch Scary Movie. <laughs> no, but you could watch Scary Movie. You could watch Scream. You could watch Alien. You could watch Terminator 1, which is a horror film, you know? You could watch The Thing. You could watch The Fly. You could watch Blair Witch. You can watch The Witch. You can watch Who Be Halloween. You can watch Hocus Pocus. There's more scary films. Halloween should be better and bigger than Christmas. Having people over, putting on the projector, watching some scary films, eating your Halloween meal, and then sitting around and having the topic to talk about spooky stories that you've heard or your mate, mate's nan who knew a witch, who maybe your granddad knew a fairy, speaking about all weird shit. Keep in mind, this is actually our hol- holiday. This is actually, it's Samhain. It is the most 
the loosest kind of barrier between this world and the afterlife. You know, we can treat this like getting spooked and we can even treat it like having a bit of gratitude, having a, having a bit of gratitude for life, having a, a bit of uh, gratitude for mortality, having uh, a chat around the mega box, the Halloween mega box, talking about um, remembering loved ones, lighting candles, you know. We have all the potential to do that. So the fact that there's no gaff party, have your fucking proper Halloween. There are so many good flicks. You can have some lovely food. Pick your own. You don't have to go fucking trick-or-treating. And here's a, little, here's a little game for you, right? Make your own costume in the gaff. What you do is you get a load of people. You, you have a load of costumes, like, like costume iconic people, right? Things that might be fun to make as a costume. Batman, King Kong, uh, fucking, I don't know, Cloud Strife from Final Fantasy VII. And you have newspaper, bin liner, which is obviously you have to be in there if you're including bin liner. And it's just newspapers, bin liners, sellotape, and some face paint, and you have to make the costume there. How does that sound? How does that sound? Isn't that so much better than trying to be like, please, can I have a fucking vodka Red Bull? Please, waving at the bar, trying to get that. Have your fucking vodka Red Bulls. Smoke a bit of fucking weed. Smoke a bit of fucking weed in your gaff. And make costumes with your friends and watch the fucking Babadook on a fucking projector. How good is that? Do that. If you're doing that this Halloween, do let me know. Please fucking invite me. Please invite me. I'm not fucking getting a chance of doing this with a child. But have a good time. I just think Halloween should be, and this is the perfect opportunity to treat the Halloween as Christmas. That's, I think Halloween is better than Christmas. Anyway, I just think Halloween, I think Halloween, especially this year, because you have to keep it indoors, could and should be the fucking best Halloween of your life. So keep that in mind. But what are you going to dress up at if you're not doing my cool idea about making your costume in your mate's gaff? I, as you know, I'm a pun machine. Uh, so I love some of my favorite costumes are the clever ones where it's kind of like a, a play on words that you dress up as, right? So I don't know, say you, right, uh, Juice Willis, right? You're, where you're Bruce Willis from Die Hard with the wife beater and everything, but you have um, glass orange juice in your head, right? Juice, Juice Willis, brilliant. Right. Um, so what I'm going to do actually is I'm going to do a random, randomly generated celebrity. Right. I'm going to I'm going to randomly generate a celebrity and then I'm going to tell you a fun costume you could do um, with a pun on their name. Right. All right. Barack Obama. Straight away. Bark Obama. Bark Obama. Woof. Obama, but you're a dog. It's Obama, but you're a dog. You're dressed in a suit. You have a little USA pin and you have floppy little ears like a dog. Woof. Uh, well, uh, woof. Uh, well, uh, woof. And we, uh, woof. <laughs> That's Barack Obama, right? Next one. Tom Hanks. Tom Wanks. Tom Wanks. You're dressed as Woody with a fucking Woody. You got your cock out. You're Tom Wanks. You got a friend in me. Um, you got a wank. No, I'll think of it. Um, Brendan Gleeson. Brendan Gleeson. Uh, you are dressed like the general, but you're a goose. <laughs> You're dressed like Martin Cattle, who Brendan Gleeson famously played. But you're a fucking goose. <laughs> a goose with a leather jacket. Um, so there you go. Um, 
Next up. Um, Jennifer Aniston. Uh, actually, no, sorry, we'll go back. You could also do Brendan Gee, son. You're the general, but you're a fanny. Um, next up, um, Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer Aniston. You put, a, a, you know, the you know the Rachel wig that was made famous in the 90s. Find a Rachel wig. Put on your asshole. <laughs> and then you're Jennifer Aniston. Um, Kim Kardashian. Kim Kardashian. Bin Kardashian. You're a wheelie bin, but you're full of arses. <laughs> oh, this is fucking... Okay. I need to think. Okay. Okay. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Let's think of another one. One more and then we'll be done. Um, Brad Pitt. Brad shit, right? I'm sorry. I thought I... Really, <laughs> I really thought I had really good ideas like like Juice Willis. Um, Brad shit, of course, your clip boot. I think that's actually, funnily enough, because of what he wears and his cool glasses. And it's recent from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. In one of his more iconic outfits so that but covered in chocolate sauce which is shit in this um although one i did think was funny which would be uh mila mila kunis which you dress like jackie from the 70s show but you got tape over your mouth kunis you know um you'd have to have a little thing that said i'm mila kunis i can't talk um but people would get it but some of my favorite costumes, uh, my earliest costume that I dressed up as a child uh, was a clown. All right, here we go. Honk. Um, I'm a clown. I, I love clowns. Well, I did. I'm not mad on them. I, I still I still appreciate them now. You know, I've met a few comedians and actors who have done like the, you know, French clown thing where they've gone and they've basically had someone fuck pies at them and be like, you fucking piece of shit. Be funny. You know, it's real. Like, <laughs> just seems like like military school for trying to be silly. Um, it sounds awful, but I've been really drawn to people who really get into the proper clowning, you know. Um, but when I grew up, when I was when I was a child, I used to go to the circus every year for my birthday. Um, and I used to be like, look at all these people looking at that fucking clown. Give me that. Give me that. They're laughing. This clown is unreal. Um, and actually... I've said this on the pod before that when it was my brother's birthday, my older brother's birthday, I used to get a present for his birthday. I used to get a present as well as he'd get a present. He'd get a present, a big present. It's his birthday. And I'd also get a big present, not like something small, like a big present, like over 100 pounds when he when he got a present as well because I was a little spoiled brat, right? And, I, and not only that, not only would I get a present, but I'd also have to kind of know, have people know it was my birthday as well. So I used to go around to all his mates and be like, just so you know, I know you're having a good time. It's my birthday as well. <laughs> it's just, it's my birthday as well. And they'd be like, what? I've said this on the pod before, but I used to do that. But then, right, when it was my birthday, my mom, I remember she said to me one time, she's like, okay, so for your birthday this year, what I thought we would do is the whole family would go uh, to the circus and see that. And I was like, why should you get to go? <laughs> why should Andy get to go? This is bollocks. You're not going. I'm going. You can spend. I'd rather the money go to me another night to see the clowns. So anyway, I love the clowns, and I used to love the circus. Um, and I found out I didn't get to go see it when I lived there, but there is a clown egg registry, uh, in Dalston. I don't know if you noticed, but clowns cannot have the same makeup. 
They have to come up with their own makeup. That's a fucking game. That's a Halloween game. Make your own clown face. It has to be original, though. What you do is you put a little pin in an egg, blow it out. So anyway, what they do is they blow... Hang on, hang on. Slow down. <laughs> Slow down, Tony. Basically, if you want to be a London clown, all right, go to bloody... Go to bloody uh, goldsmiths if you want to be a London clown. No, no, um... If you want to be a London clown, you have to register your face at the Clown Egg Registry in Dalston. There is a plinth where there are an egg cartons, loads and loads of egg cartons of just clown faces. It's been going on since like the 1940s, right? You make your clown face. No one else can have the same clown face. And to make sure of that, you have to draw the face on an egg. And they keep that there displayed at the Clown Egg Registry in Dalston. So... I think that'd be a fucking solid game. That'd be a fucking solid game for you to play on Halloween. Come up with your own clown face. Come, I got get games coming out the wazoo. <clears throat> anyway, so I really wanted to be a clown, and I never actually saw that. And apparently, it's also because this is in the church, right, in Dawson. And on the first Sunday in February, there's a special church for clowns. So they're all, so they all sit, they all sit there in their full clown gear, and they're like reading off the in memoriam, and they're all like upset about it, like, but they have to say the clown names, you know. So it'd be like, you know. R.I.P. Wonker. Um, R.I.P. Um, Crispy Diddles. Um, R.I.P. You know. Uh, poop. Poop. <laughs> R.I.P. Poop Poop. Uh, and Tootsie. Um, R.I.P. Daddy Tiddles. <laughs> R.I.P. Daddy Tiddles. Um no, I think I'd call myself, I'd be Wonker. And my whole shtick as Wonker would be just be getting up pretending things in my penis. You know, like whatever, like a balloon's in my penis, like uh, the, the, the the spray, the water thing, the seltzer bottle is in my penis and the thing's pee or jizz or whatever. <laughs> I'd, uh, I'd, do you know what I'd do as well? I think it'd be funny is I'd put a load of um, like, you know, antibacterial wipes down the front and then I'd start pulling them out of my fly hole. Pretending that they're they're jizz as well. (laughs) Oh God, I'm I'd be such a good clown. Um, but that'd be my whole my whole shtick if I was a clown. So I've always liked clowns. I've always respected clowns. I liked them as a child growing up, looking at them in there. I've I've respected them recently, knowing improvisers and comedians who have done a bit of clowning, and I like the whole history of the clown. Uh, and there's a good Halloween game for you when you're not making your costumes. Do your clown face. And know that that's the only clown face that is allowed. Once it's on an egg, that is legal contract, bitch. You cannot put that face on anyone else. Another costume of mine was the Wolfman. I loved Teen Wolf possibly more than Back to the Future. Uh, even though now I can tell, like, you know. It's got all the trimmings of a shit John Hughes film. But elevated by Michael J. Fox and, of course, the fact that he's a wolf. But, um, I mean, it's cookie cutter to bully. His cool friend Styles. You know, his dad not getting him, you know, him having the best kind of like, you know, his best friend who's just as fucking hot as the girl he's going after, but he doesn't kind of get it. You know, it has all the staples of just a stand bog standard trashy 80s flick, but it's totally elevated by Michael J. Fox and, of course, him being a wolf. But I've always wanted to be a wolf man and definitely opposed, you know, obviously I've, I've, I've veered into my interest of being a vampire. You know, as I told you, I always love to be a vampire. It's like, would you rather be Teen Wolf or a Lost Boy if you didn't have the bad consequences of either? Do you know what I mean? And I think it would, I'd be Teen Wolf. 
But even more than that, I love that film Wolf, the one, the Mike Nichols film. You know, did you know that Mike Nichols made a film with Jack Nicholson where Jack Nicholson was a wolf? I've been telling people about this. People didn't even know, but this used to be on UTV all the time. Wolf. James Spader also plays like a rival, like like they're lawyers or something, something with business. I didn't even get it then. I don't even get it now. Something to do with business. And James Spader's kind of like cutthroat. Michelle Pfeiffer plays the love interest of Jack Nicholson. It's so out of place, so inappropriate. Um, and I've always wanted to be a wolf. I don't know why. I mean, everything about me should be wanting to be a vampire. They're cool. They're debonair. They're attractive. They live forever. Um, they've got cool fangs. They've nice eyes. They can fly. But something about being a wolf, I don't know what it is. It's something to do with being a fucking dirty little fucker and getting away with it. Like just waking up the next morning with a mouthful of deer in the nip in the woods. And you're like, oops, you know, it wasn't me. <laughs> it wasn't me. Yo, Shaggy. <laughs> Yo, fucking Shaggy back. Saw me eating all the deer. It wasn't me. Even howling in the moon. It wasn't me. He even tried to eat the sofa. Whatever. I don't know what wolves do. But I would much rather be a wolf. So my ma knew I loved Teen Wolf. Um, I'm a man did all these costumes. My ma, my my fabulous mother, Carla, did all of these costumes for me. She did the the the, the clown when I wanted to be a clown. <laughs> and then she, did me, she dressed me as a clown, right? And then put me in a jumper that was a cl- that had a clown on it. You know? Which I think is insane. I should just point out as well. My ma did my ma my ma has done every crafting thing. My ma wouldn't consider us a similarly how my ma is an incredible gamer, not given the opportunity to be a gamer. Incredibly technically proficient with computers, technology and the video player, right? Video recorder. But not, you know, being credited or given the opportunity to flourish in that. Similarly Incredibly creative in what she was able to do. She did the clown makeup look great. And this, you know, fucking YouTube. Do you know what I mean? But the wolf man, what she did is she got like hair and glue and fucking glued it onto my face and made and gave me like bottom teeth. Like literally sat there with probably teen wolf on pause. Probably, you know, when you pause something. Like when you tried to watch, um, what was it? Basic Instinct and you couldn't see Sharon Stone's muff because of the thing. You can watch it on DVD now and you can see it, but they knew they'd be watching it on tape and if you paused, it would still get all the static so you wouldn't be able to see it, right? So she'd be there watching Teen Wolf on a pause trying to get Teen Wolf's face and then, you know, putting it on the glue and stuff. And I loved it. Tore up one of my dad's shirts. Maybe she did that on purpose. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe she's like, give me one of your dad's shirts. I'm going to tear that up. Um, but there I'm going to look in torn short, sh- shirt, lower, t- lower teeth fangs because that was the thing with a wolf was the kind of the, the underbite was the wolf she got that and then like this kind of it wasn't exactly like Teen Wolf I mean it was fucking there was hair all over me but you kind of knew you kind of knew exactly what I was going for um, incredibly creative and talented is my mother I looked exactly at least I thought as a wolf my brother as well that year he was the Terminator she just col- coloured uh, half of his face silver uh, and put a denim jacket on him and he, and he was loving it and spiked his hair up and he loved it he thought this was great like, you look back at these photos, and I'm like, that, you know. But we loved it. We f- Honestly, I felt like I was fucking Teen Wolf. He thought he was the T- uh, T-800. So I have to I have to applaud my mother's uh, incredible creativity uh, when it comes to, to, to costumes. Um, but the costume that I dressed up as a child, these were all when I was a child, by the way. I think it was a wolfman when I was, like, six. I was a clown when I was, like, five. No, I was, like, three. Um, and then, but then I think when I was seven, right, 
I wanted to dress up as a brazzer, right? I wanted to dress up like as a as a hooker, I said. I said, Ma, I want to dress up as a hooker, right? <laughs> that was seven. A woman, not a gigolo. And I said, um, so my ma, what, how does this happen? Actually, I don't know if I suggested it. I think what happened was, right, my ma's me. No, not that one. Oh, my God. Stephen. No, not that one, right? Went to New York um, and she came back and got my ma like something from Victoria's Secret. It was like a red bra, right? And it was this red satin bra. And I don't, I can't explain, I, I kind of understand it now. I do not want to analyze it, but I was obsessed with my mom's bra, right? I was obsessed with my mom's red bra, right? It wasn't like, I want to, ma, I want to see you wearing a bra and weird like that. It was just like, you know, if it was the wash, I'd be, I'd have, I'd have the bra. You know, I'd be kind of holding the bra, you know? And it's, it's definitely because, and I, again, do not want to analyze this much at all. But as I've told you on previous episodes, I love boobs, right? I'm not saying that I love them. I'm not getting into the thing with the man, right? But I don't want to analyze it too much. But you know when you're just like a kid and you're into something, you just want to be beside something? That's what I felt with this bra. I just wanted to be near where the bra was at all times. It was like comforted by the bra. Not the bra of my mom, just the bra itself, holding the bra, maybe putting the bra up my shoulder a little bit on the sleeve, right? As I said, I'm on, in terms of being a heterosexual man, I'm probably 65% on the Kinsey scale. I think I've even upped that recently, right? Um, but whatever it is, when you're a kid, you just want to be near something. So I told my mom, I was like, look, she was like, what do you want to dress up as Halloween? And I'm like, I just want to wear this bra. <laughs> I just want to wear this bra. And she's like, you can't just be walking down the fucking street wearing a bra. <laughs> you're not bloody Sue Ellen from Seinfeld, right? So I was like, I just want to wear this bra. Um, and this is honestly how like every bit of chat in RuPaul's Drag Race workroom goes, being like, I saw my ma's bra, I wanted to wear the bra, I used to watch her getting, you know, doing her makeup and stuff like that, I wanted to, you know, but for whatever reason, I just went down the different route of being like, liking the bra, liking jabs, there was like a, there was like a, a fork in the road being like, I want to wear the bra, and I realized after wearing the bra, that it was just that I wanted to see women that I fancied with the bra, that's what I realized was after. I think it was around the sexual awakening where I'd seen Dracula dead and loving it and saw cleavage for the first time. I was like, I want that, whatever that is, right? Um, so she was like, you can't just wear a bra for Halloween. Why don't you dress as a prostitute? <laughs> Why don't you dress as a prostitute, right? So she did me up with makeup, fishnets, uh, a leather jacket, right? Somehow she found me a leather jacket to be a brazzer, but I had to give my brother a denim jacket to be the Terminator, right? And she put on me as well a fucking Tina Turner wig. <laughs> so I'm walking down the streets a seven year old I think maybe it was a little bit older um, and I'm walking down the streets with like this blouse open with the bra on show and this leather jacket skirt fishnets and her high heels that was clip clopping away she's bigger feet she had bigger feet than me then um, <laughs> and I'm going I'm not going to lie right I walked down the road and I didn't like I didn't like the feeling that I was getting. There was lads grabbing my arses. My arse, singular. The lads grabbing my arse. There was people wolf whistling. There was even like dad's wolf whistling. In support or something. And I didn't like it at all. And I think I only lasted, you know. I felt great. And I felt fab. Um, I still have not. I still don't want to get rid of my beard. So I'm not yet willing to pursue a proper drag glow up. But this was uh, as close to uh, as I'll get was me walking down the streets of Charlemont in Marina uh, dressed up as a as, as a browser. Um but again I gotta just this 
unbelievable. I know I shine on about me not me going to the circus and being spoiled rotten, but what level of fucking support do you get to be dressed up as a clown, a wolfman, and being like, ma, just give me the bra. That'll it's the only thing that's gonna make me happy. <laughs> it's the only thing that's gonna make me happy. Just give me that bra and we'll work on a costume together. What a woman is my mother. Um this year, I don't know what I'm going to dress up as. I think, to be perfectly honest, me and my wife have decided to dress up as flowers and we're going to have the boy be a bee. Even though I don't think there's weird pollination stuff I don't really want to get into now about that. Enough about me fucking looking at my mouth's bra and then I've got a fucking, you know, germinating fucking sun on my head. You know what I mean? I don't want to get into any weird shit. But I think that's what we're going to do. Or we're going to do the thing where we make our own costumes. What are you going to do? I'd love if you could let me know what kind of if you've got any cool Halloween traditions, I'm going to be talking about Halloween for the rest of October, for the rest of this month. If you have any cool Halloween traditions, please do message me. I'd love for this Halloween to be the Christmas Halloween. Give me some traditions. Give me some weird games that are not fucking banging your teeth off an apple that you can never grab or fucking waterboarding yourself to get two pence at the bottom of a basin, right? Give me the good stuff. Give me the give me the games. And thank you very much for listening. If you would like to listen to more... Keep in mind, I have a Bake Off podcast that comes out every single Thursday based on the Great British Bake Off. I do a review of the episode, and there's a video for that as well. If you like me just chatting shit like this, uh, I will be talking more Halloween stuff over on my Patreon. Uh, that is, if you look, and in general, right? In general, even if you don't necessarily want more podcasts, if you like the podcasts you're currently listening to, if you like this podcast, if you like the Bake Off podcast, or even if you just like this one on its own, and you would like to do something to support me in doing this, in making more of these, then you can do so by going over to Patreon, looking up Tony Catwell over there, and subscribing for the price of a pint a month. Only for as long as you're willing to do that. If you're not willing to do that, there are people who will do it in your in your stead. But if you are in the position that you can give that, and if you feel that this is something that delivers that amount of value to you, you can pay it back over there. If not, don't worry about it. Have a happy Halloween and have a spooky time. And I'll be chatting to you next week. All the best. <laughs>